I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, this is Flip Your Weird with Max. All about creative people that never give up till they reach success and desires and true happiness. And we all need to just, like, love and support each other, and that's what I think this new generation of artists is doing. What's up? Flipping our wig with Max. It's Max, welcome to this week's podcast. So this week's guest is a multi-talented musician. He can count Teddy Riley and Jaden Smith as fans. He's getting ready to drop a brand new album September the 18th. Originally from Norway, but now living in LA, Lido is making the type of music that sits in no flipping box. And for that reason, I had to get him on the podcast. We talk about so much stuff in this conversation, including him actually being in the studio with Kanye West. What was that like? Working with Chance the Rapper, Halsey, and what you can expect from this new project. He's got some exciting collaborations. I talk to him next from his home in LA. But first, here's a little taste of his music. Hey Lido, welcome to the Flippy Week podcast. How are you? Like, how's stuff in LA at the moment with you? I'm pretty okay. I'm like, I grew up like quite isolated. So like, I'm, I I do pretty well with like staying by myself for a long time at, at the time. Um, and I kind of like when, when quarantine started, I moved all of my music equipment out of my studio mm-hmm. and just into my house instead. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just kind of here gardening a little bit every now and then and then making some beats and and I'm I'm really I'm really all right I'm extremely fortunate well thank you for taking some time out um I have to say some of my guests adore you and it's it's really interesting when musicians are fans of other musicians I've got to shout out Ebenezer and also Jacob Banks they they both did say to me it was an absolute honor to work with you how does that make you feel when your contemporaries your peers feel that way about you it's it's i mean it's a huge honor like you say like it it definitely means a lot like when when other musicians like like support and and choose to speak about what you do it's like it's incredible because it's you know it's people who are on a daily basis trying to achieve those same feelings in other people as i'm trying to achieve so um extremely talented people so especially coming from them like that's that's great that's great. is it strange because i saw this video of you and teddy riley as well and he was literally fanboying over you and you, <laughs> you seem quite chill i don't know if inside you're like ah this is amazing what is going on and, and like and i'm such a big fan of people that are such big fans of teddy riley you know what i mean like he's really a godfather like yeah. like i don't know I don't know how much people really know about what he's really done, but he really is like the first super producer there ever was. He's he kind of like, he paved the way for so many blends of genres and literally like the father of New Jack Swing, like he's a legend. Um, and so many people owe like so much of not only their style, but also their opportunity. And like, he's put so many incredible people on. Um, and 
yeah, I, I made like, um, I made kind of like an homage to Teddy like a while ago, a song called Not Enough, which is very much like a new Jack Swing song. And I guess somehow he came across that and then learned about like the rest of my music as well. Whatever I do for you, girl, it's just not enough. Whatever I take your hand, seems like you started something. Should've known what we got into before we started the love. Try to play by your rules, but it's still not enough. Sometimes you just like we think ego or um people that are kind of iconic they are in a different league to the rest of us. And I just think it's so cool to think that they listen. And I think people that really love music or really love film or really love any form of art, they really take a minute to see what's coming in and not just looking backwards. So it's kind of refreshing. So for you as well, now you're getting to work with so many new talent, you know, as well as like great established names. Are you a fan? Like when you're in the studio, do you get gassed and excited as much as like people do about you? I get very, very excited in the studio. Um, and it's, and it's, I think you're completely right too. I think people, um, I think a lot of musicians who like really do this, like are huge fans of music. So like for me, for example, that feeling is completely unpredictable. So I might go to the studio and like supposed to meet somebody who happens to be very successful or happens to be very famous or whatever. And um, and you can kind of predict like what kind of feelings might be involved in that. But my favorite is when I show up to the studio and I meet a musician whom I have no idea who is, who like presents me something so beautiful musically that I get the same feeling mm-hmm. like that is my absolute favorite so very much very often i fanboy out in the studio of musicians and their skill sets and what they like bring to the table and that that is like the most like positive like like synergetic like fanboying i can imagine you know Um, well i i think that real like musicians like people that really love being in the studio and can play instruments and i think you guys do things for each other a little that some people might think is a bit self-indulgent and only you guys hear those bits and it's like it's like an in-club thing and I hear musicians tell me this all the time yeah yeah yeah. you lot get the hook and you get but you lot don't understand we also do certain things because people like us hear those things and know the importance of how much we care a hundred percent I definitely like whenever I put out a song I have like a I have like a set of faces that I like imagine in my head like when they hear it for the first <laughs> yeah. time like it really you know what I mean it really matters like and I think that's sort of like friendly competitiveness like within the community too is like really healthy for like music like evolving and like us us getting better at it what's awesome is I feel like now we're in a time especially with social media is we can be late to a party but we can still join like I've, I literally caught up on all the tunes I missed. And do you know what's awesome is you haven't made crap. You're very lucky because you know <laughs> if your blueprint is good, if your blueprint is good, when people eventually find you, they catch up on everything you've done and it all makes sense. Um, I can't put you in any box genre wise. I know you love R&B. I know you love electronic. Seeing you perform live with your keys and also your drum, um, drums and, and using your voice, there, I don't know anyone who does what you do in your way. I, mean, I, I definitely have, it's it's definitely very tricky for me to find like a genre to put on. Like when I, when I release my album, I'm kind of like, what on earth do I put in the genre box? You know what I mean? Um, Cause it really, and I think again, that probably stems from me having grown up like somewhat isolated and being a huge fan of music, but being so far removed from, like the boundaries and the rules and like all these things that people have set up so like it it kind of all just blended in my head from the beginning and it and it that just became my thing you're from Norway you live in LA you're highly influenced by American R&B because I think even though in the UK like we've got our R&B artists and stuff aside from like Craig Davis Soul to Soul and various people we all grew up on American R&B as well it was the thing you know we loved it and from far thinking oh my god one day I want to go there you're there now so that little kid that used to dream about being out here living in LA with his R&B heroes is it everything you thought it would be it pretty much i literally i had jojo over for dinner last night and we made a song like which are like things that like is 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 like 
things that I'm like, oh my God, like imagine having that type of situation as an adult. Like, so yeah, a hundred percent. It's, it's, uh, it's different um, than what I thought it would be, but I, I think it might be better than I thought it would be. How different? How so? Well, I, I definitely, I enjoy how many sort of like from, from the surface level, I think a lot of people kind of like enter um, thinking that it's going to be a very glamorous and a very like, you know, like Hollywoody type of situation. And I find that like, I've managed to make like real connections, like, and, and, and kind of have like, like create like real relationships with musicians whom are also incredible at what they do. Um, so it's like, I'm sure I would have imagined it would be a more chaotic, like uh, surface level type of experience probably but I find myself like really connecting with like really incredible artists. Um, what do you think it is? Because you're from a different place completely, but you've connected with people. Is it just the love of music and just like creatively being on the same page? I, I think that's the biggest part of it. I think like, I think music is definitely the most universal language. Um, and, and I think it's kind of, when you share a passion for something, it's very, very easy to connect over that thing. Um, obviously, you like got to be a decent human being too, and 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 you know, um, and and that part of it is definitely plays into it. Like what intentions you set for the relationship and what effort you put into it, and all of those things. Um, but I really do think like having music as that universal language is is definitely a. a, a kind of like a like a shortcut to some really like you know emotional connections on the podcast we talked to a lot of like creatives that work in film and music it's a new podcast um where we delve and, and try and learn how people that go against the grain do incredible things because sometimes we're all taught you know there's one way of doing things especially like with music you want to get the attention of either a label djs influencers people that are influential because not influencers there's a difference um but actually I think um, you, like most others, even Jacob comes to mind because Jacob did not get embraced by mainstream media and he made a conscious decision to say, F it, I'm going to do live shows, I'm going to make my money, I'm going to compose and do uh, soundtracks and different things so I can fund my bills without compromising my art. And I think looking at your journey, you've successfully taken care of securing the bag and working with a lot of amazing people. But equally, you've been dropping mixtapes, EPs, projects, in however you chose to. And an audience that loves what you're doing, especially as a really hardcore music audience, has gravitated towards it. I think I think I was very fortunate from the beginning to have opportunities in terms of helping other people out with their music as well as, as doing my own. And that was kind of like the first intention probably with like moving to uh moving to LA for me was kind of being like all right like I love this artist stuff that I'm doing but like realistically like if I want to make money off my music I should probably go there and try to do that um and I think I have like a very like I have a very similar passion on both sides in terms of I love stepping into other people's worlds and kind of exploring like their boundaries and pushing them and and seeing how can we make something the most them that we can and like I love that process um and that kind of like that in a sense that feels very free to me it feels like I can go in and not worry about who I am and just make music like through someone else um and then I kind of have like this other side, the the artist side, where I've always treated that part as the place where I'm trying to learn new stuff, the, the place where I'm trying to grow. Because wow. um, I know that I learn a lot from working with other artists as well, but that's really where I can push myself and push like push the the, the things that might be too extreme or too different for an artist who you know has a major label that has opinions about the music and etc etc um so i think there's 
like the amount of passion on both ends has is probably what like has helped me out the most with it and thinking of them quite differently so they kind of have like a hobby relationship with each other um as like you know what i mean like where it's like they they give me a break from each other um and i i think they both benefit from each other i definitely think they do um Mm -hmm. and i'm sure i could only do one thing and i'm sure at some point in my life i'm gonna want to hone in on like doing just one thing um but as of right now, I, th- I feel like a lot of synergy in between just being able to do so many different things at once. Well, you just dropped a new track, Rise, and the video is pretty cool and pretty different. Tell me a bit about the vision with that. Um, well, basically I've been, whenever, one of the things that I have learned from like executive production and working with other people is that very often it helps to create some sort of blueprint, um, some sort of storyline or idea or concept, even if it's, you know many many layers below the music and for this for this specific concept um well for for when i when i decided to to make this album the idea was to have um i basically wanted to make something very pure and very naive that was like the feeling that i wanted to have be a part of it um so i made up this little story about a boy who was born on a spaceship and uh he doesn't he doesn't have, um, there's no music on a spaceship. And one day he stumbles across a radio station accidentally yeah. and discovers music in this very like isolated box with no rules and no instruments and nothing really, but he loves music and he, he tries to make music. So that's kind of like the guidelines. And obviously the, um, that's very much like inspired by, my favorite book in the world is The Little Prince. Um, so it's very much like inspired by his journey. Um, and so therefore like in in the little prince he lands on earth in a desert so that was kind of like the the premise for the rise video and kind of like all of these videos being about this this kid who was like exploring what about that line i think that line jumped out straight away which was um when your phone, who are you going to follow when your phone dies? Like, obviously, there's something really important in what you're saying. Actually, we're also very influenced by everything around us. And when your phone does die, quite literally, the real people in your life are the ones that you should be connecting with on a daily basis when your phones aren't all rough. Completely right. And these are all like, like in rise, like the the feeling that I wanted to capture was kind of like meeting somebody brand new and being like overwhelmed with how incredible they are and kind of be like, I want to find out everything about them. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, like, you seem incredible, but can we get a little deeper? Like, like, what do you really care about? Who do you really connect with? Like, what type of person are you really? Because um, you seem fantastic. People are down. Um, they might have like, they might have like their walls up and it might not really be the plan to connect on a deeper level, but I really, like most people that like I ever like make an effort to get like have a deeper connection with they're usually very much down for it I think especially in like especially in this time you know I mean like human connection we you know we're forced to zoom and we're forced to like be very like digitally connected so I think when people get the opportunity to like most people are are pretty interested in like getting deeper about stuff over here cinemas for example we're not having any premieres till potentially next year and the film industry has really been affected by it live music also the same thing um it feels like it's the right thing to do even though it's kind of messed up everyone's lives um what's your sort of thoughts on it i agree exactly it's 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 a shame and it's obviously like a lot of my friends who are now kind of like improvising and and coming up with 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 new ways of of you know um making their bread and um it's really interesting but obviously I do think it's the right thing to do um and and you know I'm I'm hopeful that you know we're in a creative industry and like these are creative people so I I I have faith that they'll come up with creative ways of making this you know next step of performances and gatherings um something really cool even though there's new challenges to it you know you're about to release an album. 
in potentially this this climate september which is incredibly exciting for you i'm sure you've worked so hard for it you dropped the, the new single in this lockdown scenario um are you frustrated by it or have you embraced this kind of and thought do you know what let's just do it rather than putting it back to next year yeah i i've i have such um i have such a big just bank of music at this point with stuff that i'm like eager to get out and um this album was already like scheduled to come out quite a while ago and we did we did end up pushing it here and there and eventually i was just like you know what like this is going to be our situation this is going to be our climate for a while doesn't feel right to like keep music away from people just because it's a weird time um so i'm it's it's definitely a strange time to be releasing music um but at the same time, kind of like, like I feel fortunate that I get to share cool stuff with people in a time where it might make them feel better for a second, you know. So what what's this project going to sound like? Electronic, you love R&B, you love pop. It's all of those things, very much all of those things. Yeah. Um, it is, this is the first project where I've made where I'm actually down to listen to it on my own time, in a way. Um, everything else that I've ever made, I'm very proud of but they all like a lot of the music that I've made is kind of dense and kind of heavy in terms of the listening experience it's not really something that's comfortable to have on in the background it's it's very much like attention demanding music in a way um so I think on this album my experiment was how can I make choices and how can I do things um that are still experimental and still explorative Mm -hmm. um but that don't necessarily that don't have like a jarring energy to it that's that doesn't have like a like a like an abrupt surprising like approach which i feel like most of my music has had in the past and it's it's much more of a comfortable listening experience but rather with structural choices and with um you know harmonic choices that might be surprising You mentioned um, you mentioned you had JoJo around last night. She's a great singer. So I'm thinking, do you play it to her or do you think, mm, maybe not? <laughs> I have actually JoJo was here yesterday and she was she helped me. Uh, a bunch of my friends are are helping me make alternative versions of my songs. That's cool. So yesterday the <laughs> it was the prime example of me like playing her like all right. I want you to do this part and this is how I sang it. And then she does it 3 million times better than I could ever do it. Um, so it's one, it's, it was definitely kind of like a humbling experience. Like, damn, like, I wish I could do that on my own song. But I also am very much like, she's like an athlete. You know what I mean? She is like, she's like an elite singer, like has like devoted so much of her life to becoming an incredible singer. I'm super, super lucky to be able to work with people who have that type of craft. But did you press play on the new shit? And what did she say? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And she loved it, a hundred percent. She's fully on board with the new shit. And she's very much like, she's, um, she is on the album as well. Um, nice. And, and okay. she, so she's, she's kind of became like a, like, a, like a close creative friend. We've made a, a ton of stuff together at work. I feel like she's gone on a journey recently as well. And it's been so incredible seeing her just come and stand in her light and just own it and kill it again. And just look like, yeah, I'm not gonna hide behind anyone. I'm gonna, sh-. because she was always so sick and then she had such a tough time. But I feel like people like Jojo really make a lot of people sit up and think, don't ever give up on your talent and your natural given thing that you should give to the world because we need you. 100%. And, and, and her singing is such, such like an extension of her. Like it's such like a, such a natural part of her. And, and, and she's, yeah, she's really one of the best people I've, I've ever worked with. What does the song sound like that you two have created for your project? Um, well, she's kind of like, I, I love making music where I kind of use vocalists as little instruments. Um, so it's very much, um, she's a part of a song with like quite a few different singers that are kind of like doing little pieces around each other. So like, I, I really think like stuff like that is exciting. And that's a lot of what I've been, what I've been writing for my next thing too, is, is, is kind of these, like these collages of different singers, like coming together and, and 
doing different parts. I love that because we get it so much in rap, but not so much with singers. You know, it's like once in a while we all get so excited. But um, okay, so you, Jojo, are you singing on this track? I hope you are. All right, so you're in the mix. Jojo, who else is on this track? I'm trying to get like myself prepared. Uh, um, <laughs> is it full on R&B? Like, are we talking slow jam? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get yelled at so much if I reveal this. <laughs> okay, will it surprise us? Will the sound or the combination of people surprise us? Yeah, 100. Yeah. percent That's that's one of the things that I like. I very much think is inspiring when I see people make music is when when collaborations are put together. Um, in in a way that only this one key person could have been able to make happen. You know what I mean? Like when you see you when you see this person featuring that person and that person, and those two people would have never made a song together if it wasn't for that anchor. Like that's like a very inspiring thing for me. So I always try to push that. I'm always like, who can I put in the room together that? wouldn't be in the room together if it wasn't for the fact that I made that effort you know what I, I mean I love that you care like that oh but it's like the coolest like synergy ever you know what I mean like, no, but it's such a nice quality for you to have to want to just share that vibe and not just think I'm keeping it to myself but instead you want to bring somebody else in and, and I think especially with what you were saying about singers like rappers are very good at that rappers are very very good at just like as a bunch of us get together and we create this vibe together and incredible singers, I think, like because of like the competitiveness of it, are like not so often like going like, "Hey, me and you, who are like doing the same thing." You know what I mean? There's more of a there's there's something there, and I feel like you can be you can be kind of like the the bridge between that um, and give everybody an excuse to just shine. For, like, and I think the the other thing as well is when you hear a hundred MCs on a track naturally there's this healthy com competition element in rap where it's not a bad thing for us to say who went hardest who had the best 16 so i don't i just don't get why in singing sometimes there's this pressure where you can't be like i'm gonna kill it like my i'm gonna make it's healthy competition it's not necessarily in a competitive egotistical way absolutely absolutely and i think and i think it's it it makes people make more of an effort on the songs too. I think like if if you are if you're performing a song on your own, then you can kind of hide in like vibe and you can kind of hide in like a bunch of a bunch of little like decisions. Something came over me and never came back. Jaden's obviously a friend, so if he's not on it, that would be completely wrong. So I feel like he has, he's got to return the favor. So, I, I mean, I think people would be mad if you two didn't do a track together on your project. Um, has that happened? Um, we've, we've, we've made a bunch of music together and the Jaden is a part of this story um, for sure. But the, the story kind of has like a few different episodes in a way. Um, I don't really have like, I don't know, I don't know when it ha happens or how it actually is like, it, it's exactly going to happen, but I'm working on, like I said, kind of like uh, like bringing in a lot of my friends to reinterpret some of these songs, um, and hopefully that'll become like a little project at some point too. So That's there's so there's there's a quite a few people that are like involved in this record, but there's way more that will be involved as the thing keeps going. If that makes sense. Are you nervous? You know, they all think you're a G, they all think you're the man, so everyone's expectations are going to be up there. So do you have that little bit of like, oh my God, my peers as well as yeah, the fans? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think about it um, 100%. And, you know, I, I always want to impress and hopefully like inspire like some people with this. Um, so it's like, that definitely like matters to me a little bit. But most of all, I think I'm just very excited to get this music out because um, I have so much more all of this music like this album has been completed for quite a while and i've i've already started so many other things that are like i'm in the middle of now so i'm excited for everything i'm excited to keep making music and i'm excited for people to finally hear have you got a celebration planned are you gonna have like a bit of a party some sort of like i don't know a group zoom safe something with, with friends and right, right. <laughs> i don't know i think um I think we'll probably do like a like a little thing, but it's kind of it's kind of weird to 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 have anything happen in person now, obviously. So I'm it would be really cool to do some sort of 
thing together with my fans on release day in terms of like a listening party or some sort of conversation or something like that. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out something where I can kind of like dive into the album with the people who really want to like discover the layers of it. Um, and then I feel like you should just be in your studio with your instruments around you, drums, piano, what keys, whatever you do, and you should play tracks and then you should just like every now and then surprise people and just do little bits of songs. Because I hate when everybody plans everything so much that you know what order and how it's going to come. I quite like when you go to a show and it's not like the show you went, if you'd gone the night before to see the same artist. Do you know that whole thing where people literally do it? DJs do it all the time as well. They rigidly have this set. And you think, don't you want to change depending on the audience, how they feel you? Very true, man. I would probably like end up like starting to like add things to songs and be like, oh no, wait a minute. I got to like, we got to change that last minute. Um, but I actually really like the idea of like being able to play along a little bit and like listen yeah. to stuff. That's a great idea. I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can find a cool way of doing that. Because you are a musician. This is the thing. I think sometimes people see this kind of stripped version of your live show and before they hit play, they think, oh, okay, you are not a DJ. You never have been a DJ. But for whatever reason, I think sometimes because you're a producer that's remixed some incredible tracks, it's kind of made people assume they know what you're going to do when you do a live show. And I think it's pretty exciting when they don't because when they go they're all probably gonna be like whoa this is not what i thought i was gonna get i, I definitely I, I definitely hear that reaction quite a bit and, and you're right like i definitely have made a lot of remixes and, and i love doing remixes and and you know the, the association with the remix is usually a dj and would play a dj set um so yeah but i i love that I, that's one of my favorite things like like when i first started doing this i would play all of these like very EDM festivals and will kind of be squeezed in between DJ sets, but still doing my whole live thing. And it was really cool to see um, kind of like people's reactions to like me in that mix. So, um, but yeah, I definitely, definitely am a musician at heart. But you're not, you're not like um, snobby. And what I mean by that is, you know, like when we were growing up as kids, people always said B-side syndrome, people that always like the B-side of a track because it's cooler and, and they never want to gravitate to anything that's mainstream or successful. And I think specialist artists, hip hop, R&B, soul, they've always had this thing where the audience sometimes doesn't want them to cross over, not because they don't want you to be successful. It's like they want to hold on to you, like you're in our world. And you've kind of like dabbled in, you've, tip, you've dipped your toe in a lot of different things. And I wonder where, where do you see yourself most comfortable? I definitely am the absolutely most comfortable in situations that are like more like R&B gospel heavy. Um, like that's like definitely like, especially with, with like keys are such a big part of my production like world. And when I relax my hand, that's kind of like what comes out. Um, like if I don't think, then that's the type of like, that's the type of chord progressions that come out. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Those are the kind of melodies that I kind of like naturally gravitate towards. Um, so in settings where I can really go in on harmonies and chords and progressions and stuff like that, that's definitely where I'm the most comfortable. But like I said, like I really like putting myself in other people's shoes and kind of, you know, exploring other artists world. So I, I do dip my toes quite a bit in, in different places. I would love to hear you with Tori Kelly. It's just come to my mind because the gospel, the voice that girl has and you with the roots you've come from and your dad, I just feel like there would be something quite magical you lot could make. I remember I, I've, I've sampled some of her music. I've, I've definitely like, like made little remixes of some of her stuff and I'm, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. She's unbelievable. I, I used to, she used to remember when, when Vine was a thing and she would used to put like little like clips of herself playing guitar and stuff. I'd love when she would do that. I would take the sound of those and turn them into little beats and little remixes and stuff. Wow. I think that would be awesome. We had her on the podcast and I remember her saying again, something that I touched on with you earlier, wearing her faith on her sleeve and sometimes pop the pop world wanting her to go one way. But she made a decision that if I'm going to do smaller audiences in smaller venues, I'm OK with that because I'm going to get to where I want to get to at some point, but I'm going to do it the way I feel most authentic. Um, and I feel that all, this is why I think you, Jacob, Tori, Ari Lennox, various people, I feel this synergy that there's musicians now that truly are not being motivated by success and fame. I think also like the, the recipe for, for that success and fame is, is becoming more and more vague. I think like, the artists that are really like making a difference right now are people who are kind of just doing what they want and there's much less of a recipe to it than i think we've ever had yeah. where you know like you don't need to even especially this year i would say like because it's way less important to think about which platforms the music is supposed to be, is supposed to be living on like will it work on the radio will it work in the club will it work like live will it like all of these all of these like it does it fit this box is kind of gone we are all just listening to music in our houses mostly and and on our own time and headphones so i think the recipe for being successful is is more than ever relying on whether or not you're doing something authentic yeah and i think rise actually it's funny you just mentioned platforms i think that track fits everywhere there is no one that can tell me you can't play that on radio or you couldn't play that in a club or to me that song fits the vibe of how music is right now because music no longer is tidy clean and perfect and predictable you know even pop music has has grown and become something else 100 and 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 it has kind of like evolved into so many different like sub places like like pop music used to be like there is this one sound right now and if you're a part of that sound you're in pop music and you might have this type of success and now you have so many different like like rap music is very much pop music at this point but yeah. Billie Eilish is also very much pop music at this point Ariana Grande is very much pop music at this point three entirely different artists who are you know what I mean like number one artists so it's like it's 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 a really fascinating time to be a part of pop music because the the definition of it is becoming vaguer and vaguer. And I think that's good. I think that's good. It means that you've got more freedom to do what you want. And I think the audience are ready for that. I mean, the audience are much more cultured than they get credit for. Like they really have better ears because you know there was a SoundCloud once upon a time, but now there are so many other ways of discovering music and they're not sitting at home waiting for their favorite radio station to play at a certain time, you know? And I, I do think that our audiences, like people just truly sometimes, especially labels, they really think they're so basic. And I don't think they really have an idea of music fans because music fans look for stuff now. They know like different sounds. Absolutely. And they've built up kind of like, I, I think also like the, 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 the algorithms that are in play in like the different places where we listen to music have actually gotten to the point where they're getting pretty good. And I think a lot of people have like, have that kind of puts the power of your taste or like, yeah, like the, the control of your taste back in your, in your power in a way. 
you're not being fed things that like someone that you trust is saying is cool anymore. You've listened to a lot of things that you think are cool and be, are now being fed more stuff like it through the playlists that you're following, through the random stuff that comes across. Like it's, it's I feel like, 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 um, like the machine is in a lot of ways like tricky to maneuver, but also like is getting pretty good at, at least for me, like I'm finding so much cool music accidentally through organic ways um that and 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 it's and it's on point and it's good um so i'm being less influenced i feel like by like gatekeepers than i ever have been before that's yeah well said the power has shifted the power has shifted completely and also i think what's really dope about you and i don't know if, if you've, you've ever had a moment to think about this is you could work you've worked with an ariana grande or a mariah carey or a halsey but a chance the rapper who's absolutely incredible and I remember seeing him headline at Lovebox but then equally you've got your ears to the ground because you make time for an Ebenezer a Coltrane and I love that because I feel like sometimes when people get to a certain point that's when people get lost because you forget why you do what you do and how much you love music and it's always about new fresh sounds as well and how have you managed to maneuver between the two worlds without sometimes feeling like I haven't got time I've just got to focus over here because I'm moving here now but there's all this stuff over here because it's, it's time wise it's going to be quite time consuming to work it all out yeah I, d I definitely would say that there's not a lot of time in my life that isn't surrounded by music you know what I mean in, in some way shape or form but I think I think like I've always been I've always been motivated by exploring music and I think something that kind of naturally happens once you grow to a certain size as an artist is that there starts to become a lot of people who are invested in you and you and there starts to become this filter around you um and it's not even necessarily that the artist has shifted their focus at all in terms of how they think about music but there is now so many layers that you need to get through to be able to to communicate with the artist um that things kind of get lost in translation and with with brand new artists they very often don't have that type of apparatus that kind of like can get away can get in the way of creativity sometimes and that's where i that's where i find the most fun you know like that's where i can actually like like coltrane for example you mentioned coltrane who's like one of the most talented people i've ever worked with and he's so open to trying all of these different types of things that he's not hearing on the radio that he's not like hearing other people have success with. And he's like, yeah, this is cool. Let's try this stuff. And you, like, there's, I don't need to convince a whole bunch of people other than him, you know, to also be like, no, this is good. And he like, he very much is like, is, 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 you know, open to doing cool stuff. And he's good at so many different things. And like, that's, you know, that's where I feel like I'm learning new things. That's where I feel like I'm growing in those type of environments. Um, so I think, I think it's more dangerous to focus too much on the opposite side because right. if you just focused on what kind of filters and how to how to like maneuver them and how to like get through them, I think I think you lose sight of growing as a person that is supposed to contribute something. For me, it's very natural because I need that I need that refill. I need that inspiration from from people who are willing to do crazy stuff. But then equally, what do you get out of being in the space with someone like Chance? Chance, who's brought something so different to the music industry, which again, I felt that we needed. Coloring Book was so beautiful. And I was just like, yes, we need this music. Sometimes you don't know you need it till you get it. So you've got like Chance, then you've got someone like Jaden, um, Halsey. I know you lot are still cool. I don't know how you did that. Most people don't talk to their exes anymore, but you two are solid. You continue to work with each other. You have to write a book at some point and explain the theory. But what do you get from these kind of... Like, Halsey, you two kind of were coming through at the same time, so it's slightly different. You grew together. There's a lot of things to learn from from all the people that you just mentioned um, in terms of, of, of 
work ethic, in terms of um, focus, in terms of um, creativity in general. Um, I think it's really, especially, especially to see different approaches, like all of these different artists that we're talking about right now have very different ways of, of recording and writing songs. Um, where like, you know, people that are more on in the pop world very often have like, have a very like focused drive towards a goal. Right. It's like, this is exactly what it's going to become. And we just need to fill in like the blanks kind of. And with someone like Jaden, for example, will record the first, the first time we recorded something, um, we went in, we recorded a whole song. And then two days later, he had scrapped half of the song and written a new song on top of that that followed after it and I was like okay cool well that's what we're doing then so I wrote another part after that and then he thrived off of that and all of a sudden like we were like wait a minute we're building this like 20 minute song all of a sudden you know so he's open to these like kind of like 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 stream of consciousness style of making music which is much more common in rap music for example where you kind of start at the beginning of a song and you chronologically write it and just see what happens. So there's all these different techniques of achieving great music. Um, you, sorry to cut you, but then you've got to be quite the same way because some people would take offense. Like if I did a tune with somebody and the next day they said, uh, we've changed it, it's got to be like this. Some people would be quite annoyed. So I'm thinking you creatively must be the same as him that you were willing to be like, all right, I'm going to write a new verse, let's do it. I think, I, I, I think that's like, that's one of the things that I've learned from from some of the more like from some of the like veterans in the industry that I also get to speak to every now and then about sort of being able to remove your ego. Like you have to be able to do that to 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 make space for great things to happen. Because um, I think you know putting in a ton of effort doesn't necessarily mean that like just because you spent a whole lot of money on a jacket doesn't mean necessarily that the jacket looks good on you so it doesn't mean that you should be wearing it you know what I mean it's kind of like it's kind of like that with music as well like all right maybe we spent a week making this song maybe only like like five seconds of it was actually worth it but we that doesn't mean that we have to use the rest of it but I think like trying to remove your ego and trusting the process of making music is really important um because at the end of the day it needs to be about what's best for the song and if you're not doing that you're you're like what are you doing looking for a way looking for a way your head looks unsettled child looking for a way you said Jaden you know he's obviously shown you that you guys can always switch it up and just keep being creative and I love that but chance Tell me about him. Was that a natural thing where you two vibe? Because your backgrounds, you both, you obviously gospel music, him. And that colouring book music, I think at the time, nobody was really putting out music that was cool with that vibe, gospel in it we, as well. We connected in very much like, a, at least like the connection on my side was finally kind of, kind of like, oh, finally. <laughs> like, finally, I have somebody to give these gospel beats to. Like, there was like, like I've been making this stuff for years. I've always like, had a passion for blending gospel like elements into my music and very very few artists that I was working with was really open to it and then I found Chance and I was like oh wait a minute here we go like like I can give you all of these like all of the stuff that I've been sitting on that's like important to me um because I think you understand the same thing um so that was kind of the the, the connection there and and, uh, did you guys just vibe? Did you just studio-wise? Did it just work? I, I think, I think it just works. I think um, with Chance, I was definitely like a very big fan of Chance before I had even met him, mm -hmm. um, and I was definitely like, ooh, like I know that this could be special, but I also really want it to be special. Um, so I definitely, I definitely felt that. But in in a musical setting, he's he's very um he's very intuitive um and very kind of like when it clicks it just clicks and then it just happens mm -hmm. um and i work again like I, I as i got to know that process um we started to find you know a cool way of doing things and he's also surrounded by an incredible team of musicians and producers 
all the time he you know travels with and that he's um toured with and stuff like that um so they already have this very open like everybody works on everything everything is a jam let's just make it as good as it can be type of mentality and and that's exactly how i i prefer having things i was too late i was too late a shadow of what i once was because we don't do the same drugs no more we don't do the we don't do the same drugs do the same drugs no more and then halsey i i love that she owns everything like even when people like try and rip her apart she owns it and it's like what I'm not perfect. Here you go. Yeah. But her musical journey, I feel like the two of you, you did so much music together and she grew as you were growing as well. Um, which must mean you always had this really special relationship because she was at the start with that first album, the next project. What was it like working with her? Like how did, the fact that you continued to work with her after you guys were no longer even in a relationship must mean there was something special in the studio. I think it was very much like a, like a level of trust with that and, and just like a, a uh, a lot of experience um i kind of like i i i know the stuff that she gravitate towards that she generally likes um so and i think it's it's practice it's kind of like you know having someone that you are creative with often you kind of learn the language and when you learn the language that's kind of like riding a bike so it's it's very easy for me to understand what she's trying to achieve um and and i can you know actually help execute it so um like very she has a very clear vision of things she has a very kind of like um she's she's very like hard working in a studio and very much like 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 she has a goal in mind and a very clear vision of things and she kind of goes for it and doesn't always i i work with a lot of artists who overthink things way too much and she's very good at that just getting to the point of like this is what it needs to be and that's that um and so she's very efficient and very like hard working so I, I respect her work ethic like very much my neck the feeling of your side flips illuminated in the light bouncing off the exercise is the ultimate dream even now to work with Kanye <laughs> or Frank or is it Frank I mean we all love Frank but I think that's so hard for anyone to even envision going in the studio working with him that would be a beautiful thing I'm sure but I know you're a fan of both of them and they're both incredible Frank Ocean for me Nostalgia Ultra was just ah, like love 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 but um what do they mean to you starting with Kanye because he's really tested your fan time for him over the last few years it's been quite difficult for all of us I think I think like I have such a deep like I such a deep love for the music that he's made in the past that and and kind of like there's very very few artists um that I think can can show to a consistent like like a consistent flow of great work mm-hmm. um the way that he had and like you know a lot of people are a lot of people disagree with each other about what his latest work yeah. is uh, comparatively to his earlier work but his earlier work was so like college dropout is the reason why I like hip-hop music in the first place mm-hmm. like because that was very much the bridge for me I was a gospel kid you know I was listening to soul records and gospel records with my dad Mm-hmm. And then I discovered that record. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I think I understand hip hop now. Mm-hmm. I wish I, that was like my gateway drug because it was kind of like the, like such a nice blend of the two um, that I was like, oh, wait, maybe there's more here. And then I started discovering all this other music because of that record. Mm-hmm. So uh, my relationship with Kanye and, and, and I have uh, had the opportunity to work a little bit with him. Um, oh, what was that like? In, in the, it was an incredible experience, like uh, uh, definitely an honor. And um, I have no idea if any of that music will ever see the light of day. But um, but I've I've had a little, I spent a little bit of time in the studio with him, and um, that's definitely like 
that was a check on the bucket list for sure. Well, you know, they sometimes say you don't want to meet your heroes. They say that. Yeah. Um, sometimes you meet them and, and you love them. For you, was that experience, was it, was it special? Like you just said, it ticked a box, but is it something that will stay with you? Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I you know, I think... Um, I think Kanye is uh, a, 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 quite a story and quite um, an interesting, you know, pop culture icon to like follow through everything. Um, but he, to me, he was very kind to me, um, and and uh, and my experience was was good. Did he give you feedback on the music? Like, did he know? I mean, I'm assuming he knew about you, which must have blown your mind because you were the kid that loved college dropout. But did he give you any like sort of like just thoughts on what he thought about what you were doing? No, not 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 a whole lot. It was it was mostly just like. The, my experience of 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 him in the studio is very focused on creating there and now um so he was very much kind of just like all right like what's up um so so no and i've i've always been a little bit like curious i've i've remixed quite a bit of his music and yeah, with these them. little these little this little like album remixes um so he mentioned that he 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 knew of it <laughs> moment you've managed to in a really beautiful way be the music man and not get involved in in the world of fame so much you know even when you've been in a relationship with a high profile person you manage and I still think there is a way of doing it you've proven it where you can have privacy and and do your own thing I'm wondering as your music's about to drop and the more popular you're going to get it's going to happen because you're incredibly talented are you prepared for the bullshit that comes with it and even like cancel culture and judgment and p opinions you know all this sort of stuff like or are you so careful with how you're protecting yourself already because you've been in the game for a minute and you've managed to navigate it quite well I, I really appreciate that I mean I've I've definitely been very aware of it I think I had like I had an experience on a very small scale but uh, but very much an experience with being a pop artist and and what that is like when when I was trying that out in Norway uh, a while ago and I think I very quickly found that like the place the the way for me to be happy is is not um, I, I it's very tricky for me to be happy without making music uh, on a consistent basis and I think. I've, that's something that I realized very early and especially when I moved here I was like I need to be aware of this I need to be careful about this um, because especially like I can imagine if I felt like I didn't have time to make music when I was in Norway that type of life in this place is going to be intensified by a million um, so I think I I want my music to be heard as uh, by as many people as possible but I'm not really willing to compromise on what the music is um, to be able to reach as many people as possible. Um, but I think, so, sorry to cut you, listen to Rise and hearing you talk about the new project, I feel like you've got the music that will naturally cross over. If everything... I, I hope so. I mean... It sounds like... I hope so, but I do, think, I do think my music very much, like, it requires you to attentively listen to it and give it, like, a, like give it a chance. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not brainwash like type of music necessarily. My music doesn't kind of like infiltrate your brain regardless mm -hmm. of how quiet it is in the background. I think I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely very Norwegian in this aspect. I definitely like like treasure kind of like like time by myself, and I'm I very much um, I don't really thrive off of that type of attention very much it doesn't um do that much for me i guess so i think i'm definitely i've had a little bit of training in it so i think i'll be all right um with with some of the bullshit but i don't know if i'll like put up with a whole lot of it i'll probably want to and especially because realistically i'm doing a lot more 
um, like 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 physical work, if that makes sense, with my music than a lot of the artists that do um, have a lot of bullshit surrounding them. Um, you know, I mean, I have I'm extremely hands on with the entire process of making my stuff, so that means that I'm doing a lot more people's jobs, um, which means I will just have less time for bullshit. Um, and I, it'll probably it'll probably stay that way, honestly. Why you always blame me? Life feels like a stampede. I'm not what I am. I'm making my day. You still wanna I don't understand. I don't understand why I did what I why did. So no. I thought that you didn't give me back all of my clothes. Why you feel so empty? All of a sudden you following all of my heart. Why'd you do that? You still agree with all the guys. You still listen with your eyes, don't you? Even after all the lines. You still make me read between your thighs, oh no. Oh, why am I living so fast? Slow, I got me speeding off track. I don't know why I was feeling like that. Something came over me and never came back. Peter and Lido. Mm -hmm. Is there going to be a moment where you're going to say, see you later, Lido? I'm going to be over here now. I'm comfortable with, like, I don't know, is this your producer alias? Is it something that you think you'll grow out of at some point? Or is it a name that you think, no, this totally represents me and this is who I want to be right now? Uh, is, is there an uh, evolution coming? That's a great question. I think I've, most of my friends have kind of like, uh, have always called me Lido, like, since I was like 12, 13. I got the name in, in uh, Nairobi, in Kenya um i was there doing like um i was a part of like an exchange program so we we built we built a recording studio in the slum in kenya um in nairobi um and uh found a bunch of very very talented kids and we created this this project together and that was one of like that was like a pivotal moment for me in terms of being creative um and producing music together with other people. And I was like, oh wait, this is what I wanna do for the rest of my life. And one of the kids that we were making music with um, gave me the name as like a nickname. So it, it very much feels, it very much feels like it like represents such an important part of, of why I'm here. Um, that I do think that I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna keep Lido, but I've been curious about whether or not like Peter should be, um, a different type of musical project that exists on the side. I don't know. I like I like names. I've always gravitated towards having like multiple names and multiple projects. So yeah. um, I think it's fun I'm if sure, you can. Why not? Sure yeah, it all sounds like yeah. fun. And I'm glad you explained the name because that's that's yeah, that's really interesting and it's beautiful. That that's how you got it. You work in an area that I think R and B hip hop especially is definitely in a black art form. You know, and yes. the icons are definitely those big incredible black musicians from back in the day whether it's jazz r&b soul hip-hop we're going through a bit of a revolution right now for the industry and in general it's been a tough time for all of us but i hope it's going to change the game and black musicians sometimes that label say as you're not marketable but when a white singer sings r&b it's much more marketable you're in the studio working with a lot of black musicians so you must hear the stories and as a white artist who's in this in this industry how do you feel about what's happened and where we can go with it now? I grew up loving all the fruits of, um, but obviously didn't have any sort of, um, of, of, of education or really experience around the problems in the same way. Like yeah. there's, there's plenty of issues in Norway to that, that um, around like similar things, but it's obviously a very different history and obviously a very different situation, a very different system. Um, so it's, I, I definitely feel like I'm getting like a front seat to like, like some incredible historical event, uh, events. And I'm very excited to, to see what it's going to become, what kind of climate and, and how we can highlight, um, like black creators, um, in the future and how this industry that, you know, is built on a lot of kind of suspect systems um can alter and and be better for the people that have really contributed um the blueprint for everything that we're doing um so it's 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 exciting um in a way it's uh it's powerful it's intense i'm 
quite like generally a sensitive person. So these things will very often like have a huge impact on me. Um, and, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm very hopeful um, for how things are going and, uh, and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really crazy time to, to be here and to really feel what it is like to go through this for, for, for black people in America. And it is all about unity though, isn't it? Cause it's like, if we don't talk about it, white, black, brown, mixed, whatever your background is, I feel like it gets to a point where sometimes people are so uncomfortable cause they're scared they're gonna say the wrong thing. And it's better to say the wrong thing in the right company and you get educated to think differently or to understand language or what you do or what you don't see in order for it to change. Exactly. I think like conversation and I think understanding and common ground is like the most important thing um, in terms of like solving issues like this. Um, and I think there's a feeling of like of division, I guess. Also, like this is also like kind of like 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 you said, um, this is very much my second language. So I'm kind of like also feeling like the eggshells kind of being like um, like I might mess up grammatically and and be confused about stuff. And and I definitely so I I I feel I feel that as well. And I think it's incredibly important for us to create a safe environment for people to be able to educate themselves mm-hmm. and to be able to um to, to to change if they need to um because that's 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 what my mom has taught me things are supposed to be like is there a message you want to send out to all the creatives right now that feel unheard sometimes i say i say regardless of whatever success you achieve regardless of whatever attention you achieve you always need to keep the person that you want to impress yourself like always like always make music that you are a fan of always make music that you are excited about even if nobody else is is excited about it um because that is the only way that you're really going to create something that will connect with other people you need to connect it with yourself first if not it's not going to work so i say if you're frustrated make some stuff that you would be happy to make even if it went absolutely nowhere and watch that become your best music. And that's great advice. Thank you so much to Lido, this week's podcast guest. His new album is out September the 18th. Um, I think it's going to be something pretty exciting. Support, get to know his music, and hopefully you'll get to see him live at some point when lockdown comes to an end. Thank you to everyone that listened. I hope you enjoyed um, this week's podcast. Make sure you subscribe and check out all the podcasts you've missed. We've been talking to so many incredible people, including Tori Kelly, um, Jim Cummings, uh, Mark Jenkins, Jacob Bag, and there's a whole heap of new guests coming as well so enjoy see you soon bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.